0: You're listening to Radio Tabs Mobile Rolling.
1: Presented by
2: Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-
1: zero896 or visit horseandhound.com.au Looking
2: for a way clear then Call Me The Breeze and Keying Ignite off the back in 28.7 and Just Believe hit the lead turning for home it's Just Believe taking over now from Plymouth Chub further out Call Me The Breeze and Keying Ignite the leader is Just Believe from Call Me The Breeze is 5 metres away but it's Just Believe he's back he's a star Just Believe 4 metres on the line to Call Me The Breeze it was terrific he is a star. Of course, two stars from the Inter-Dominion series. The big headline horses stepped out and did the right thing and we're never going to be beaten there. Leap to fame at Albion Park and Just Believe, Chris, that wasn't easy to do given the the time between runs, sitting outside lead and just putting a pretty solid field to bed there. Just Believe. Good morning to you, Chris.
1: Yeah, Steve. Good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. And no trial as well. So that was his first hit out since claiming the Inter-Dominion. But... It was almost rinse and repeat. He sat parked to win the Inter-Dominion. He sat parked. They wanted to lead again with Mufasa Metro. Again, just believe, sits outside him, puts him away. And then he's got nice horses on his back. This former French trotter, call me the breeze. Plymouth Chubb was nice and handy, but he just puts a margin on his rivals and easily holds them. So 157 his time for the 2200, 287, 278. It looks certain now, Steve, that leap to fame has got a slot for that New Zealand race and it's almost the same with Just Believe. So it looks like we'll have those two headline horses, Larry and Harry, going to New Zealand for that uh, big meeting at Cambridge. But uh, it's exciting and there's plenty of other good news around as well because... Hi, my name is Jeff, sub-49 with his victory at Menangle on Saturday night. Uh, The Ballarat Pacing Cup, little bit of an upset with Catchaway beaten, but Kanina Provlima was beaten a nose the previous week in the Shepparton Cup. Rock and Roll Do was back at the trials on the weekend, so he's obviously getting set for the Hunter Cup, and I'm expecting some big names to uh, step out at the trials tomorrow in Sydney at Menangle, so there might be a few there. Better be the best was at the trials last night. He's getting set for the Chariots. Captain's knock went 50 on Saturday night. So uh, Olavici was another one that trialled last night at Geelong. Originally, I think they were going to skip this week's feature, the Dullard Cup with Just Believe but they've thrown in a nomination Yeah, it's so a leap
2: to fame we could see Saturday night yeah. at the creek and Just Believe yeah. backing up within the space of a week. So both the stars running again this weekend.
1: Yeah, and that's a bit of a surprise because I think originally they were just going to have those, you know, one start uh, and then go to the, the Hunter Cup night. Just Believe's going to the Great Southern Star... But, uh, yeah, obviously they've come through their runs really well. So that's that's a real boost for, for punters and fans alike that they get to see these horses once more before they go to their big targets coming up.
2: Yeah, so we know with Leap to Fame, he goes to that race, the Hunter Cup, as you said, after Saturday night and then off to Sydney and then possibly that race by Grins. Just believe you mentioned Great Southern Star. Does he then go to Sydney as well before uh, possibly a, New Zealand?
1: I think there is a race for him on uh, Miracle Mile yeah. Night. I think it's it might be the Hammerhead. Uh, named after that former star, Trotter. So he could easily go up to Sydney and then go across to New Zealand, sort of follows Leap to Fame. So they could be in tandem over the next...
2: What's better Eclipse up to?
1: Uh, Well, they're sort of still weighing up their options. They wanted to bypass the Hunter Cup originally and just focus on Sydney... But he's doing so well. They're toying with the idea of starting him in the Hutter Cup and then going to Sydney. Yet to be confirmed, but originally they were just going to bypass Melbourne, their home state features the Hutter Cup, focus on Sydney. But he's doing that well. They may be forced to run mm. him in the Hutter Cup.
2: This would leap to fame. And I know you've got you've always been a fan of the second horse. I thought he was terrific. Turn it up the other night from three fences. Did there. you
1: have any sort of fleeting sort of thought that, he might pick up, leap to fame, or no, because yeah. I just know how tough he is, and
2: yeah, yeah I but, was the um,
1: same. Like he, he got close. He probably got a little too close, but um, yeah, it was it was great to see. But that that couldn't have panned out any better for Turn It Up. The fact that he had a second row draw, so he didn't have to get used off the gate early. He was fresh, and it was a mile that's as good as he can go mm. you know and the the setup was just ideal taking nothing away from him he's run into a champion there and leap to fame but yeah he, he, he ran it river. Mm. so i'll i'll be keen to ask shane graham he'll be joining us a little bit oh, later okay. to see if um he had any sort of you know hope of knocking him off yeah
2: i'm tipping no but anyway <laughs> graham wise with us chris
1: graham good morning yeah good morning chris you're here, there and everywhere. You've had great success here locally. You had a winner on Saturday night. You hit the road on Sunday down at Tamworth. A training treble there on Sunday night, including two heats of the Golden Guitar. And that's the race series that you're out to defend because you won it last year. It was, it was surface last year, wasn't it?
0: Yeah,
3: that's right, Chris. Yeah, now we're out to have another go. Have you got the right pair in
1: Love Bite and kick a tin a Pony? I'd have to say yes.
3: Oh, I do, I think Giggle, at 10 along Tony will um, definitely improve on his last week's run. He, um, I felt he improved on his trial and and he's a very uh, progressive sort of a horse. So I expect him to do a lot better. I expect him to get in the front again and, and roll good sectionals and uh, and just finish off a touch better than he did the
1: other day. OK. This series, and you've been going down to Tamworth for a number of years now, but it's really exploded now, the Golden Guitar, and it's part of the Carnival of Cups. They've got that big night coming up on Friday night, Australia Day. You just look at the times that they're running down there at Tamworth. It's not easy.
3: No, they're, they're good quality horses um, and, you know, the, the good trainers and drivers are going there now and it's, uh, and it's a good carnival as far as having a bit of a break too. You know, you can sort of go to a pub and listen go to a band and, you know, just chill out and, and still have your horses to race there when, when the time comes around. It's, it's actually a good uh, a good carnival.
1: Yeah. As you said, the, uh, the Country Music Festival on at the same time. Just with your two horses, Kick It, Tin Along Pony and Love Bite. With Kickerton, a long pony, that was his first start for you. When did you realise that you were going to sort of set him for this series?
3: Well, I started of working with a better one, and uh, and, and he sort of um, handled it very well, and I I I, um, I was sort of getting excited then, and I thought, well, he's the right class. He just had to get a run. We trialled him. It was uh, like pouring down a rain that day, and the sectionals were quite good late, and uh, I just thought, well, it's definitely worth the go because he drew well. He hasn't
1: started uh, since July last year so six months between runs that's a good training performance as well.
3: Yeah uh, to be honest the owner um, had gave him a very good preparation um, before I got him and uh, I, I can't recall who had him in an angle but they um, he did have some you know he was getting work there and then we got him and uh, you know obviously he's in a good order and, and he just kept responding to what we were doing so it's great.
1: Right, and Love Bite. He was very good. Uh, he went 57-7 there, winning his heat. Were you happy with the performance?
3: Yeah, definitely. Because uh, well, obviously my son Lane drove the horse, and uh, you know he's only 16 years of age, and I, I thought he drove him terrific. And uh, he's a horse that probably doesn't like to be exposed that long, and and I thought he done really well as a sort of um, you know getting keep him fighting to the line. And uh, he, he'll be driven, you know, quiet, you know, having one sort of run at him, and uh, but he can sit on good speed and. And uh, if he's not doing all the work, he'll be he'll be there. Mm. He's been good
1: for the stable, really consistent.
3: Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not all, all about winning races all the time. It's just about, you know, being in the fight, and, uh, and he's definitely the horse that always turns up. You know, and I, I do believe as we go along, he'll just sort of get better and better. All right. So you've got
1: two runners qualified. You won it last year. Um, c- can you go back to back? Do you think you've got the right horses to win it in 2024?
3: Yeah, I do. I just think the other horse will improve with the run, um, you know, and he's going to draw well and uh, he'll give them something to chase. So oh, I, I just think on that alone. you know, you're going to have full confidence in that and, uh, yeah, and, and everything's good with the horse too. So, you know, there's... You know, it gives you a bit of confidence going this, this week, but um, anything can happen, but, you know, it's, at least we're in it. That's the main thing. Yeah,
1: and the two drivers are right. So Brendan Barnes will drive, kick a tin along pony and Lane retains the drive on Lovebite.
3: No, unfortunately, Chris, because he's a B-class driver, okay, he, yeah. um, he has to it the drive. But we got Dean Chappell will be driving him. He, um, he's been around that track quite a bit, so he'll lose nothing there, and uh, yeah, that's who he'll be driving on.
1: All right. Well, it was a good night for Lane because he ended up with a double because Major Mondo scored in the next race. So uh, a, a big night for Lane, and he would have been thrilled with that.
3: Oh, of course. It's like, you know, you do a lot of work to sort of do these things, and... Uh, you know, Lane's looking after the team there now, and, um, you know, I couldn't do the things that I do now without, without him, and um, it's good to see him get some rewards for his work.
1: All right, excellent stuff. So those uh, fields, those draws, are they out today?
3: I think so, Chris, yeah. All right.
1: Are you hoping for good draws? Is it done on class?
3: Uh, yes, and that's why uh a long pony will draw good. So will uh, Glen Lemmy, Commander, I think. Um, you know, so I think we can draw one or two. Um You know, either way, I think we should find the top and, uh, you know, we roll on with sectionals, so it'll definitely make it harder from behind anyway. All right.
1: Well, that's the Golden Guitar final coming up this Friday night. So that was Sunday night, the action down there. Just go back to last Friday. One of your stable stars, quick change. Group one winner last year. He was at the trials. He finished fifth. He was in an open trial. Manila Playboy won that trial. Were you happy with what you saw there last uh, Friday?
3: Yeah, uh, there's going to be a lot of improvement there. Um, we had all his gear off at home he just flops around and does nothing wrong. So we just had open bridle, you know, um, no hair check, all that sort of thing. And So we're just going to chuck a little bit of gear back on him. He just sort of bought out of touch just sort of, uh, you know, we had his gear out longer as well. So we're just going to tighten a few things up. I'm um, very happy with him. He worked super today and uh, we're we'll trialling probably next Tuesday I suppose and, um, and we'll yeah, see where he's at. He hasn't got any smaller. He's got bigger. Yeah, yeah he's definitely grown and he's a lot longer. And, uh, yeah, but uh, he's he still... The horse has definitely improved. And, um, you know, we're, we're pretty uh, excited for what the year's going to bring, I suppose.
1: All right. Are you pushing on for a shot at the New South Wales Derby Series?
3: Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, if we don't make it, we'll, you know, at least we'll be a spot to win races here. But I, I do think he's that great. Um, you know, it's, it's a good target and whether we make it or not is another thing but um, just on today's work alone, you know, we've
1: got to be considering it. Yeah, he's by changeover out of Matilda Deventer, so he's got to keep improving, like his pedigree suggests he'll get better as he gets older Yeah, well that's
3: the sort of breed they are and uh, they're, they're all well gated and, uh, and they're good tryers. so I, um,
1: you can't expect anything less. Right, your winner on Saturday night, high voltage, how many for the stable has he won now?
3: Oh, uh, well, put it this way, Chris. He's built a lot of yards, so he's um, <laughs> done a terrific job.
1: And he's not finished. He's far from finished, if anything, because uh, he's just got that good turn of speed. He can follow a really good speed, so there's still quite a few left in him.
3: Oh, definitely. Well, we're taking him to Tamworth this week as well, and uh, there's a $60,000 open company race there, so, you know, we'll give him a crack at that. And. Um... Yeah, like, he's starting to settle, so, you know, we're starting to be able to do more things with him, so which
1: is a good thing. Yeah, too right, too right. I've got to ask about the Stable Star. Last year, at the start of last year, you had zero Group 1 wins. By the end of this, or last year, 2023, you had three. Quick change, one, and not as promised, one, two. He won the Victoria Trotters derby, first Queenslander to do that, and then he come out and won the Breeders' Crown. Is he back in work?
3: Yeah, well, he's just done a bit of swimming and walking at the moment. Um, he looks tremendous. Uh, you know, he, he was a bit zapped when he finally got back from, from his big trips around the place. And uh, But, no, he's definitely bounced back now and he'll be start jogging next week. And, uh, no, really looking forward to him. He's, he's doing really well.
1: Well, like quick change, he's a big boy. So did he sort of fill into that frame during the time away from the, uh, the races?
3: Yeah, well, we... He definitely has he, he looks completely different right now he's got a really big shoulder on him now he's got a big barrel on him and uh you know he's really uh, strengthened up so um i'm sure the first few laps when i start jogging him would be fun but uh he'll uh he's a good boy but i'm sure he'll he'll, he'll become along good
1: have you started to map a, a campaign for him the, the great square during our carnival in july is that one of the obvious targets for him
3: yeah i think it is i think it's just a um you know, a low, well it's not a low key but what I mean is just a,
1: an obvious sort of uh, goal to have without putting any pressure on the horse and um, yeah, so I think that's definitely the first go Alright, well, uh, he's a, a, a proud Queenslander like you are Tony vivas his owner, is based here in Queensland, Nathan Dawson, his regular driver I spoke with Nathan just recently and he said that was the, the thrill for him he drove 413 winners last year and he said the highlight was not his promise so he's a Queenslander through and through
3: Well, it's like um, that horse sort of come along probably the right time for myself. Like it's the best horse that um, Tony V has ever had, and he's been owning horses, you know, for you know 30, 40 years. And and obviously Nathan, the year he's had, this is his best year he's ever had. And and for him to force a drives to go and drive that horse shows testament, you know, his dedication to him, and you know, and really put him on the map as a driver you know as a queensland driver because usually they don't rate one our horses our trainers or our drivers and he went down and represented um queensland the way he did with outstanding drives and and it's been a lifetime of work for myself you know like i've trained horses all my life and and this horse walked through the gate and i never once thought for one second he was going to do the job he did and and that horse just really um put our name up there and as king's lodge and and um, performed the way he did, winning or losing. You know, even over New Zealand when he lost, you know, he, um, Nathan had that much confidence in the horse when things weren't going right, and that horse rallied for him when he needed him. It's just, just shows such courage that us Queenslanders do have. And and you know for us to sort of get him I'm very privileged to have him Yeah.
1: D- tell me again, I know you've uh, relayed this story previously but when he was down in Melbourne with the Victoria Derby and the Breeders crowd how many times did you hear people in the crowd yelling out Queenslander when Not as Promise was doing his stuff?
3: Well I'm getting goosebumps now thinking about it Chris because um, when he made his move um, I think the caller might have said the Queenslanders made his move but when he when he made his move someone yelled out on top of their voice Queenslander and then obviously once he ran to the front you know that was the same chant again, and uh, obviously I was carrying on like a pork chop. But then, um, and even after the race, you know, Tony's very passionate. You know of where we're, where we come from, and, and he he definitely let everybody know where that horse come from and where we come from, and uh, yeah, and he, he let the chant out in the presentation. So it's just the best, and uh, yeah. No, it's just a great day. I'll never
1: forget it as long as I live. Alright. I'm going to ask some questions. They'll be obvious for you, but I've got to ask them. The awards are just around the corner, both uh, the Queensland and the Australian uh, Awards. So, have you allowed yourself to think that he could easily walk away with the Australian three-year-old Trotter of the Year or at the very worst, uh, Colt Gelding of the Year and also the Queensland Trotter of the Year Award? Well, it'd
3: be a fitting end, you know, to, to the year that horse has had and, and what he's done for everyone around him and, and let alone that, the support that we received from that horse um, you know, just for having a go um, to give you an idea to, to have a go like that cost, one costs a lot of money and a lot of support from an owner that, you know, is willing to do it and uh, to put that horse in that situation it's, and then when you're over there and, and even before I left I had support I was, should I go and I've asked uh, you know, a couple, couple of uh, you know, well known trainers and, and they were very so they said you definitely should go and um, you know, so to have that support from the start, from the owner, from different things all the way through, it's, it's you know, it was a great um, you know, I got a lot of satisfaction that it all come together, so you sort of never let anybody down, which sometimes you unfortunately do and but this time it didn't happen and, and that horse just definitely tried all the way through and yeah, I, I take a lot from that. You know, there's a lot of support and, and even when we first got that horse, he he got beaten 60 metres in a trial. So it wasn't as if he was a rocket ship when he turned up. Mm, And then now racing nurtured that horse all the way through, which took that horse to win those derbies and that. So, you know, a lot was built from from here and, um, you know, and people around him, and I'm very proud of everyone involved.
1: Yeah, and so you should be. So fingers crossed that he can scoop the pool and pick up a heap of awards because uh, his season was just enormous and we can't wait to see him back as a four-year-old. Before I let you go, just a couple of quick ones about your runners today. Koda uh, yep. Demoda uh, in this first race, a newcomer, a trotter as well. What what are the expectations today?
3: Well, Chris, we've sort of um, we missed a little bit of work with her uh, along the way, just from rain and different things. Um, but we do like it. It's definitely the right class of race. Um, you know, I wish I had a bit more time to give you a better answer, but uh, one on form, I think she should go well. Um, you know, but to be fair, uh, we'll be racing on what she's done previously, not with what I know. So, um, but apart from that, she's done nothing wrong, so I expect it to go well. All
1: right, it's all and over. Has he been a surprise packet for you, or is he doing what you expected when he arrived?
3: Well, the owner always um, had a lot of faith in the horse, and he obviously set the horse up um, for us to train and uh, and. And he always said that he's capable a lot more than what he was doing and he couldn't really get the right races for him in Melbourne. And, um, but once again, our racing has sort of nurtured another horse through to what he's doing now. And uh, so, um, you know, I'm very happy with him. I'd like, to, I'd like to see him sort of step up a bit more as he go along, but he doesn't have to step up much.
1: OK, despondent in race seven. He's drawn the inside of the second row, but with any sort of luck, he shouldn't be far away.
3: Yeah, he's going good, Chris. He just needs the right run at the right time, and uh, his run last week was good. He, he's not far away at all.
1: Okay, Charlie Chuckles in a race, a drawn ten, but certainly not out of it.
3: No, he uh, another horse is definitely starting to go better and uh, find his feet a bit better, and um, I like him when he can control the race. But having said that, he he's definitely stepping forward, so we'll see how he goes. Right.
1: Well, good luck today. Uh, Good luck on Friday as well down there at Tamworth in that uh, Golden Guitar Final at Tamworth. Hopefully you can go back-to-back. Appreciate the time. We'll see you at Trackside.
3: OK,
2: thanks, Chris. He won't go away, though. Then what's up, party time. Ten away, shack the anvil. End of the straight, not as promised in front. From the locomotive and what's up, party time. Not as promised, four metres in front. He's finding plenty, though, not as promised. He's got the measure of the locomotive and what's up, party time. And not as promised is too good. Not as promised wins. The locomotive, second. What's up, party time, third and fourth. Shane Graham is with us now, Chris. Yeah, and I'm about to
1: talk to him about Tamworth as well because he made that long trip down there on the weekend, and he came away with a victory in a heat of the Golden Qatar. So as a result, he gets to go back there again this Friday. Shane, good morning.
0: Yeah, good morning, Chris. How long did it take you? A long time. Just over seven? Yeah, it was around the seven hour mark, I reckon. It's, um, yeah, it, it was a pretty good trip. Um, We were quite lucky. Tell and I went down on the day, and that and conditions weren't too hot. So... It, uh, it wasn't until we actually got into Tamworth where it got a bit hotter, so it was pretty good travel and weather for the horse. Is it an easy drive, though? I uh, went in the passenger seat. It's pretty good, really.
1: <laughs> OK, all right. So you get to go back there again on Friday, so you sort of pretty much uh, copy and paste what you did last week, just go down race day?
0: Yeah, we'll do that. We'll just head back down Friday. Um, we nominated uh, Send It for the Tamworth Cup as well, so we'll just have the two and... Yeah, hopefully go down and it's a good result again.
1: All right. We're talking about Mossdale, Terry. He was able to take out heat four. We just spoke with Graham Dwyer. He won two of the heats there on Sunday night. They're not easy though. Like you you've only got to look at the times. They're going fast time on a half mile track, so
0: it's it's not easy. No, it's definitely not. Like it was um a very competitive racing and, and run at frantic speeds, um, you know, I think nearly every Heat the last quarter was the slowest to show how how quick they sort of went, you know. And I wouldn't have thought the track; it's not a fast track. It was quite um, soft in condition, so um, the times they were running, though, they yeah, they're doing well to do it. Okay, were you happy with the way your guy came through it? Yeah, real happy. He, um, yeah, like he he handled the track the track great, and the travel down. It didn't, you know, he's very casual. It didn't seem to worry him, and. He, um, you know, we got home at three o'clock on Monday morning and he'd had his feet all gone by five. So, um, yeah, it didn't knock him about. All right. Part of the reason you went to Redcliffe
1: uh, with him recently, uh, was it just to sort of familiarise him with with that half-mile track? So, was that the the tick of approval that you needed before going to Tamworth?
0: Yeah, that's all it was. We thought we'd better just just, um, you know, like he, he's quite, he's good jaded and, and doesn't, you know, he doesn't hang or anything, but you never know until you get on those little tracks how they will get around it. And, well, we'd only raced him at Albion, and before that he'd pretty much just raced in the big tracks in New Zealand. So he thought, better just, you know, try and see if he... Most sources, if they get around Redcliffe, they'll get around any track, you know. And he, um, he went quick time and was off the track at Redcliffe and, and handled it well, so... You know, that was gave us confidence to think could would be right at 10 OK.
1: You had a second-row draw there on Sunday night, gate 10. So is that going to be what you're expecting uh, later today when those fields are released, a, a second-line draw?
0: I think so. Um, I didn't actually um, have a look at all the other heat runners, uh, what class they were. I think there was quite a few um, higher assessed sources. So, you know, we might, we might come up with an outside the front or, you know, Maybe two from the outside, so I'm not, you know, I know I'm not going to draw one, so you know, we'll, we'll just we'll just think of the worst and go from there. All right,
1: um, what would be an ideal draw though? One. Hmm. Guess again. Come up with something no,
0: else I, apart I, from one. Nah, look, I, I'm not, you know, like I, I sort of, you know, the whole time sort of thought he will draw um, probably the outside, the front or second line sort of that for the second line or through the second line. But, um, you know, it, it, ideally, if we could even be to the second line, that'd be perfect in the running line and, and out of the way there, you know. But, um, yeah, I'd, I'd be happy with sort of anything sort of close close to the rails on the second line.
1: OK, is this your first crack at a Golden Guitar Series?
0: Um, no, uh, years, quite a few years ago, I took two runners down and it was a disaster, so... Um, I did say that I would never go back to Tamworth, but this horse seems to be, you know, he's a lot better than the ones that went down last time. So, yeah, I thought it was worth worth trying anyway.
1: Yeah, he is a pretty sharp horse in his own right, and he's probably unlucky that he hasn't done more since he's been here in a couple of those uh, uh, semi-features or features during our summer carnival. He was just a little unlucky with, you know, awkward draws, so his record could easily be a lot better than what it is.
0: Oh, that's right, like I, you know, um, Peter Jackson owns a horse with Cal and I, and as I said, like until he had won at Redcliffe, um then, you know, not many horses with his ability have come here and had so many starts and not won a race, you know, but he um, he was just in that grade where it was sort of putting him in the good races and just from, um, you know, not everything going his way and different things, he wasn't wasn't cracking the wind, but um you couldn't knock any of his runs, but they've been great. You know, he's he's um, he's done work and and been brave. And you know, like I think when he does get up in clay, it'll just suit him better because he is. Um, I, I think his real asset is his high speed, but uh, we just haven't sort of been able to use it yet.
1: Okay, uh, speaking of Peter Jackson, I tracked him down last week, had him on air. He was really excited uh, with the the run that he's having, and he said he was heading down to Tamworth, so he was trackside.
0: Yeah, it was trackside. Pete and his wife Leah they were there and come out and got the photo, so that was great. They, um, they had a good trip to Tamworth. So um, I think just Pete's returning on Friday for the final, so hopefully it's worth it again.
1: OK, I was going to ask, are they backing up? Are they doing the trick down there again?
0: Yeah, they'll be back there again um, and hopefully it's the same result for
1: us. All right. Hey, Steve and I were talking earlier about uh, Leap to Fame and uh, on Saturday night with his return, first run back since the end of Dominion, that was the same for your guy, Turn It Up. Did you give yourself any chance at any stage in the home straight that you were going to pick him up?
0: Oh, look, it's sort of... I was was a bit surprised how much ground um, he did pull off him for the first half of the straight, but... um, on the line when my run had ended and, and Grant's Grant was still strong that uh yeah it soon got any thought if I did have it out of the way um he was uh he was still strong, leaking like fame on the line and yeah, my run had ended. So um yeah, I was right with my guy but um yeah, I'm sure Grant would have been real happy with his bike.
1: Okay. What are your plans with turn it up going forward?
0: Yeah, look he'll he'll just pretty much be the same program as he has for the last how many seasons he's been going. He'll just, you know, no, no interstate trips. He's, you know, he's just not quite up to him and that. So he'll just um, keep poke along up here and uh, our future races will be, you know, just what we aim with him.
1: Okay. Uh, I've got to ask about your runners today. You've got a few and a few good chances as well. Glen Eagle to right rain in the first race. So we just spoke with Graham Dwyer about Cota de Moda. So Glen Eagle to rain second up here. Looks like it's going to be hard to beat.
0: Yeah, look, he was, um, yeah, it was quite quite good last week. Like we um, knew he needed the run and that, and um, touch with the stand shouldn't be a problem for him. We, um, yeah, but it it looks a more suitable race this week than last week. Um, it's quite hard for these three-year-olds that coming into their four-year-old term, they they get up in grade, and you know he's on a pretty hard mark. So um, to find easy races for him is quite hard. So um, this looks like a for him, but um, I still don't think he's at, the, at his top yet. Okay.
1: He's a good beginner, isn't he?
0: Yeah, touch wood, he, um, The whole way along, like even when we rushed him at two to get to the races, for the two year old races, he, he didn't have much practice and he, he stepped away good then and he, um, yeah, like he's just, each time he goes out, he probably begins a bit quicker. So, um, yeah, touch wood, he, he seems seems pretty bomb for us.
1: All right, race five today, first leg of the quaddy for Ian Gurney, Franco Nathan. <laughs> he's frustrating this horse, but is there another win in
0: him? Yeah, there'll be another win in him. Um I don't is know today, today or not. He, <laughs> I can't tell you what day that'll be, but uh he, he was very unlucky last week. He, he was looking for a running climber over their backs, but I think he's um you know, he's one of them horses that needs everything in his favour and, you know, it just depends where he we get that today.
1: Alright, uh, I should say rock bottom in race seven, drawn outside of Parama. Uh, how does he line up here?
0: Yeah, look, he's, um, he hasn't done for a few weeks. Um, he's probably, you know, like whatever he does today will improve on, but he's just a, you know, good old campaigner But. Puts his best foot forward, but um, yeah, look, he, he won't be far away from the action, but probably just worn out a bit.
1: Okay, in race number eight, she dazzles. She's been placed with, what, two of the last three, so she's close. Is this suitable for her?
0: Probably not. She's probably more a red for horse. Um, look, I'd be excited if she could could win it, but um, yeah, she's uh, probably lacks ability and just, yeah, needs a lot of luck.
1: All right, last runner today for Team Shelley. You can't be serious. How do you rate this filly? She was really good first up in fast time and then scored comfortably at Reckliffe last week. How much more improvement is there to come?
0: Yeah, I think she, um, she does have a, quite a bit of improvement in her. Um, she only didn't have much, um, like, uh, trialling or any workouts in New Zealand before she came come over. And... <laughs> see um we just gave her the one trial and then first up it was probably a bit too hard a maiden for her running into the two she did and I was rapt with how she went and then we just dropped her the redfish to give her a bit of a kill and she did that so um she's fallen out a bit today but I do um yeah like she's she's got quite a bit of turn of foot on her and. He, um, she does have a good attitude, so, you know, I think she will sort of progress nicely as we go along into the season.
1: OK, so we'll know more after today. Win, lose or draw?
0: Yeah, that's it. Look, um, you know, like, it's it's uh, the way the rating system is. It, she's sort of thrown in the deep end a bit today. Like, she's only won the one race, and there's other horses that are, you know, probably won double figures. So... It's, um, it's, it's a hard enough one for her, but she does seem to have a bit of ability.
1: OK, in your last drive, Go Colour My World. He won the Wayne Wilson Paleface Adios last year. Is he getting better this campaign? Yeah,
0: he was... Um, probably, uh, he did a few things wrong that first start and he galloped out. And then uh, two starts ago, I was real happy with him. He was good. And then last like, week, I just thought probably, you know, he he was a little disappointing. Um on the clock, I didn't look his signs up, but on the clock he might have been okay, but just to feel I thought he was a bit a bit plain. So um yeah, look he I think he is getting better, but um, yeah, he might just take a few more runs till he gets back to his um, where we thought he was gonna be heading not free anyway. All right.
1: What's your pick of your drives today?
0: Uh, I'd have to say UConn this year.
1: Okay. Okay. I appreciate the time this morning. Good luck with that barrier draw for Mossdale Terry. Hopefully, he can claim that big one, the Golden Guitar, Friday night.
0: Yeah, no worries. Thanks, for that,
1: Chris.